Welcome to SBS News in Easy English. I'm Assam Al-Ghalib. Victoria has recorded two new coronavirus cases in the past 24 hours, but both are primary close contacts of previous infections. The state's health department says the two latest cases have not been out in the community during their infectious period. Some restrictions have started to ease in Melbourne and regional Victoria after the state's earlier circuit breaker lockdown was put in place to control a COVID-19 outbreak. The state has more than 60 active cases and almost 17,000 tests were conducted over the past day. The New South Wales government will provide more than $90 million in funds for domestic violence support services and victim survivors. In the June 22 budget, $60 million will be handed to frontline services and $32.5 million will be invested in the Staying Home Leaving Violence program. The scheme works with victims on safety planning, financial and legal advice while also supporting children. The new Israeli government has held its first meeting on Sunday night marking an end to the 12-year rule for ousted Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu. Naftali Bennett has been sworn in as Prime Minister But his rival, Mr. Netanyahu, has no plans to leave politics after the coalition government was approved. The 71-year-old says he fears Mr. Bennett is not capable of taking a stand on the international stage, stating he wants Israel to have a prosperous future. I will lead you to a daily struggle against this bad and dangerous left-wing government in order to topple it. And with God's help, it will happen much sooner than you think. Nationals MP Barnaby Joyce has hit out at the federal government for failing to protect a Tamil family facing deportation from Australia. Prime Minister Scott Morrison has vowed to offer the Marugapan family care, but he says support will be within the government's policies. The family's youngest daughter, Tharnika, remains in a Perth hospital after leaving Christmas Island detention for medical treatment. Mr. Joyce has told Channel 7 The two young girls in the family who were born in Australia have rights that need to be respected. And I think it's, it's incumbent upon us to make sure, despite what the allegations might be about their parent or their father, who actually worked here, who actually had a job, in the regional Australia we need people who have jobs, these people should be staying here. I know that's going to leave me offside with uh, other people in my party, but uh, I've done it before and I'll do it again, and this is one of those instances where I'll do precisely that. Mr Morrison has indicated the family could be at least allowed to stay in Australia on a temporary basis, but he says... Permanent resettlement is out of the question. 
A record number of women have been recognized in this year's Queen's Birthday Honours, representing 44% of recipients. Australia's first female police chief, Christine Nixon, has been acknowledged along with former political advisor Peta Credlin. The now commentator, who worked for former Prime Minister Tony Abbott, has been honoured for her service to Parliament. One of the other women recognised in the Queen's Birthday Awards is advocate for Papua New Guinea, Stephanie Copus campbell We should all be aware of this wonderful country on our doorstep and what we can do to work with PNG for our own security as well as our region's security as well as supporting our very close neighbour. The group of seven nation leaders has agreed to provide funding to help poorer countries cut carbon emissions at its latest summit. The United States, Britain, Canada, France, Germany, Italy and Japan repeated their promise to increase the international public climate finance contributions. Canada has offered to double its pledge to 5.7 billion Australian dollars over the next five years, while Germany will raise its amount to 6 billion euros. Prime Minister Justin Trudeau says Canada wants to step up to help communities around the world fight and adapt to climate change. At a time where the G7 is more united than ever before, more focused on the responsibility we wield collectively as some of the world's leading economies, not just to our own citizens, but to citizens around the world. During a time of dueling crises of the pandemic and climate change, the impacts of this G7 will be felt long after the newspapers you write for will have been used to wrap fish. Australia's Prime Minister, Scott Morrison, who attended the summit in the UK as an observer, says his visit was an important opportunity. It is a gathering of like-minded countries, countries that understand that the world order that has favoured freedom for so long has been so beneficial to so many much of the world to usher in a period of peace and prosperity like the world has never seen before. I'm Assam Al-Ghalib. This is SBS News in Easy English.